Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Thank you for tuning in to Optimize My Life Radio. Well, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Bob Oakley, and it is afternoon here in uh, New Jersey, where we're broadcasting from. Um, The uh, Hope Talk radio show is brought to you by uh, OptimizeMyLife.com. And it's a a program that's all about you. It's, uh, It's here six days a week, and it's, uh, it's broadcast to help you, not me, not anybody else that's involved with the whole collection, but you. <coughs> Excuse me. Our focus is on you as an individual or you as a family or you as an enterprise. We, um, we help in a, a lot of different areas. Um, we have uh, the Hope Collection was founded by a very good friend of mine, Dr. Joel Griffin. Uh, um, nearly 20 years ago, he started um, uh, uh, with a database management system that he used to um, help, um, I think it's four presidents, uh, could be just three, three or four presidents anyway, uh, to, to set up a program to balance their budgets. And um, he was very successful in that. And, and um, he was a, Dr. Griffin was a uh, mathematician and he, um, he earned his doctorate degree uh, by teaching mathematics and, and uh, uh, getting the education that was necessary for that. And so, um, we uh, we appreciate him so much. Every day we try to carry forward his legacy because Dr. Griffin passed about um, two years, almost two years ago now, uh, and he was um, uh, he was fighting cancer for for many years. Uh, but it, uh, the good Lord finally decided, well, it's time come on up. So uh, he brought him. He uh, he passed away. And his wife, Artis Griffin, who is uh, his partner in, uh, in in life and in business, 
Um, for more than 50 years, uh, they were married, and they have two children, uh, Quinn and Joshua, and they, uh, they're both living in the Florida area with their mother, not, not with their mother, but in the same area as she lives in, in Orlando, Florida. And um, so um, Dr. Griffin brought many, many uh, things to all of us to, that, are, that are involved in the Dope Hope Collection. And we're, we're trying to carry that legacy forward, uh, bringing all of his, uh, his ideas and, and uh, uh, whatever he, he started. And he started many programs, not just the Hope Collection, but he started Optimize My Life and My Coach's Corner and uh, E-Pantry and a number of, number of other uh, sites that uh, he started. And we're going to have a special program later this month uh, to uh, commemorate his memory. Uh, and we will be talking about that on, on one of the, the Hope shows. And I hope you, uh, if you're listening and uh, you would like to to, um, to partake, partake in that, you can hear it on the Internet. We're broadcasting in over 100 countries now around the world. And um, so... Um, the uh, the hope collection in itself is uh, is all about as I said it's all about you and uh, uh, our motto is helping people and helping them help other people and that's what we do every day we help people and we help them to help other people now how does that work well I meet you. Um, either in a bank or in a, in a uh, gas station or in a grocery store or wherever it is at a party. Um, anyway, and, and we start talking and I ask about your family and I ask about your, your profession, if you have a profession or what your job is. Um, and and, and uh, are there any things that you're looking to change in your life? Um, are there any things that... Uh, you want to get done that you haven't been able to do. And then we'll talk about how we can help you with that. So I, um, and that's a very simple process that we use. Just by reaching our hand out and introducing ourselves to someone. It's very simple. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> uh, are you married? Are you, are you have a family? What, what do you, where do you live? What, what do you, do you uh, work in this area? What kind of work do you do? Are you happy with your job? All kinds of simple little questions like that. Uh, and um, we're, we're doing that because we want to find out about you and find out if there are areas that we can help you in. And we have eight main areas in the Hope Collection, which we call the Pillars of Hope. And these eight pillars uh, are there to... Um, to um, uh, as, as, as separate programs to help you. For example, you may be interested in, in housing. You may want to um, uh, either either purchase a home or lease a home or um, or get a bigger apartment for your for your family. Um, whatever it is, maybe you're interested in, in just getting a mortgage for your for your house. And uh, we, we can help you with that also. 
um, that, that's one area in, in the housing area. And, and we have um, um, affordable housing for people that are interested in buying a home. And uh, we, we, can, uh, we can help you with, uh, with that. Uh, we have the ability to do that. We have the, the, uh, the people that, that are uh, uh, experts in that area and in the other areas as well. Um, maybe you're interested in, uh, in increasing your education. We have programs for that also where you can get ed, uh, further your education all the way up to and including graduate degrees. Um, and we have programs um, uh, where you can get certified certified in a, in a particular field if you're interested in. I've taken a number of people um, that I'm working with um, and introduced them to the certification program. And they were amazed at how little it costs. And some of the certifications are for free, two for the price of one. And um, so I, I got certified as a, as a certified life coach and a, um, a, um, a person who, who works with, uh, with software programs. And, and um, a virtual, it's called a virtual assistant. And um, so um, anyone can do that. I, I I paid for the one program. It was sixty nine dollars. <laughs> I couldn't believe the, the 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 small price for that. And I and I, I uh, went through a little bit of training with that, and uh, and then I took the test and passed the test, and and I was and I received a certification in that as a certified life coach, and then I did the same thing with uh, the virtual assistant, but that one was free. So the second one in that case was free. And um, sometimes um, the, the certification uh, company offers specials like that. But the idea is to help people to, um, to get those certifications or get their, increase their education um, at a minimal cost. Because that's what we're, we're, as I said, we're trying to help people and help them to help other people. And if we if if there was a high charge on that, like if you had wanted to get that through um, uh, certified life coach uh, certification through a university, it would cost you thousands thousands or more to get that. And um, the same way with the virtual assistant. So um, it's a very good program, and it's open to anybody that wants to wants to join the Hope Collection. You can join the Hope Collection for free. That's, did you hear what I said? You can join it for free. There's no charge. And there are many benefits that come from that. You can, you can uh, get connected up with a, uh, a life coach. And a life coach is not a boss. A life coach is someone who is there to help you, to make recommendations to you, to find out what it is that you're really interested in. Because a lot of people don't know for sure what they're really interested in. So we'll, we'll go through a very simple uh, questionnaire process uh, takes maybe 10, 15 minutes, and and we'll we'll help you to find out and do what we call peeling the onion. Peeling the onion is a is a term that uh, psychologists use when they're trying to find out uh, uh, things about people and what it is that they are interested in and what it is that their problem is that they're dealing with in their life. And and um, how and, they, and, they, and psychologists use that that teach, that process to do that, and we we use that process also. It's a very simple process. 
we just maybe ask you a dozen questions, and then we'll we'll uh, dig in deeper on each of those things and how you answer them, and then and then we'll find out uh, what it is that's bothering you, or what your um, situation is, or um, uh, what you would like to change in your life. Maybe you want to make some more income, and we have ways to help you do that also. We have uh, many career programs, uh, and we have. Uh, uh, as I said, uh, certification and education programs, and we have um, uh, jobs, a jobnomics program where we can help people to get jobs, or get um, uh, get training if they need it, or, or whatever it is that they're looking for, or maybe you're interested in health and wellness. That's another program that we have that we help people with, and so those are just some some ideas. Um, they're not ideas. They're actually programs that we we do every we work with every day, and we teach people how to use those programs. And we work with you along the way. When I bring someone into the program, I don't say, "Well, here's the things you got to do: one, two, three, four through ten that you got to do. Go do them." No, we work with you along the way. We make recommendations for you. We we say, "Okay," we follow up on those to to find out. How you're doing? Is there, are you finding any obstacles that are keeping you from doing what you want to do? And then we help you to find solutions for those obstacles. I've been working with some people for 20 years or more, um, and I'm continuing to work with them. As long as you want me to work with you, I will work with you. And it's the same for any of the other people in our, in our program. Um, I want to introduce a very good friend of mine. Um, his name is Larry. And Larry just came on to the show. I called him earlier today and invited him, and he he came on. Larry, how are you doing today? Hello? No, that's not Larry. That's someone else. <laughs> oh, I didn't look at the number real well. Um, we have someone from 716256. Area. Um, that would be me, Kim the Queen. That would be me, Kim the Queen. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Yeah, I'm just listening. And as usual, I enjoy listening. And I love your spirit and the, and the area in which you help people. And it's just amazing. You definitely is another entity that makes my journey more happier um, and more confidence because of who I'm working with. So just as you put out there that you are there to help, to be there for anyone who needs you in, in the area in which you can uh, complete them, I also would like to be there for you. Um, so as we continue our relationship, I would like for you to keep up with me so that you would know if there was something that I could do to add to what you do so we could do what we do, like country boys say, together. So I love you guys. I'm on the line. Hey, Mary. Um, uh, we, oh, oh, Mary, oh, my God, you just, just wait till we get together. So, um, But, hey, Mary, so you guys, I'm on the line. I'm enjoying, and I'm right here, and I'll chime back in in a little while and throw a little two cents in again. But I'd like to thank you, Mr. Oakley, for um, all that you do. And you're such a beautiful spirit of a person. And I'm telling you, please know that it's my honor 
It's my honor yeah. to well, be to be in partner with anything that you you know that I could be useful for here in New York. And um, I'll pass the mic back to you. Thank you very much. I love you guys. Well, well, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. And it's you know it's not about me. It's about uh, what God wants us to do, and that's what we're doing. We're doing the things that He wants us to do. Uh, he wants us to help right His now. people. Yeah, and, okay. and so. <laughs> So uh, that's what I do. I, I try to, I try to as best that I can, uh, to help people and to help them to help other people, because that's what we're all about. We thank you so and much. We thank well, you. thank you, thank you. I, I I love to hear your voice and I love to uh, have a conversation with you because you're uh, you're so. Um, you're so passionate about uh, about life and about the things that you're doing to help people. And God bless you, my friend. God bless you very much. Uh, I'm going to continue on now. Uh, I see I had invited a couple of other people. We'll see if they come on. Uh, but I'm going to continue talking a little bit about uh, families because that's what this particular segment of the radio show is all about. Um, we, we talk about families, and we talk about family traditions and relationships. And uh, there's an organization called Generations United, which uh, which honors families and their traditions and their relationships. I have a very large family. Um, uh, right now, we have uh, between my wife and I, we have 12, 11 children, um, and. Uh, I am I am so uh, happy that the good Lord has brought them into our lives and brought my wife into my life um, because uh, I I am uh, <laughs> I would be lost without her and I would uh, I I am certainly uh, so happy that the, the good Lord has given me uh, some special skills that I can help people. And uh, and the and the, in the, the highest priority in my helping people is is is, um, is certainly the good Lord. Uh, I, I I thank Him every day for the blessings that He gives us, uh, and me me in particular. And I um, I just um, I don't know where I would be if I didn't if I wasn't a believer, uh, because I can't imagine being that way. Um, uh, I had a, I had an ex-wife who I found out later on in our marriage that she was an atheist, and and, and I I had a lot of problems with that. She didn't never wanted to go to church with me. She never wanted to participate in things that that uh, we should have been involved in together. And um, so I I finally dissolved that relationship, and that's when I met my, my wife that I have now, my current wife. She's from Colombia, South America. And can you imagine uh, an old man here in New Jersey connecting up with, with, a, with a woman from Colombia, South America? I mean, that's a miracle. I call her my miracle bride, and she is. And, and um, I, just, um, I just can't imagine living with anyone else in, in my lifetime. I call her my wife for life, and and she is my very very best friend and my partner in life, and and uh, we work together. We work together on family projects. She has a wonderful family from from uh, South America, 
and uh, a number of them are, are have come back come to America and and have uh, uh, gone through the process of becoming uh, uh, certified through the immigration as a permanent residence, and some of them have received their citizenship already. Now that's a very hard process, and it's a very uh, lengthy process. And I uh, I have um, helped a number of people through that, uh, and I uh, in fact I've helped my wife to to do the first part of it, which is becoming a permanent residence. But it costs thousands of dollars to do that, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of research because you have to go back and and uh, recreate. Your practically your whole life has to go has to be documented and and sent to the immigration people, um, and some people use lawyers to get that done. For for her part in uh, Colombia, we used an attorney for that, and that cost us a thousand dollars, and it took us about uh, five or six months to get that part done. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I, one of the things I do personally is work with uh, immigrants in, in this country to, uh, to help them to um, achieve whatever it is they want to achieve. If they need work, I try to help them get a job through one of some of our programs that we have, or we can help people do that. If they're interested in starting a business, I, I help them with that because I have businesses of my own um, that I have. Um, and I and so I, I for for many years I've been in business, so I, I can help people with that. How to get started, how to um, um, get clients, uh, how to get customers, um, uh, how to set up their business, and and so forth. So there's a lot a lot uh, we help them with uh, in that area, um, and that's just another area that I, of the eight pillars, uh, just helping people if they. Uh, if they want to improve their financial situation, um, and you can do that from a, through a personal business, or you can do that from uh, a job, getting a, getting a job, that a better job than what you have now. So um, those are some areas that we we help people. With. Maybe people are interested in getting a uh, um, uh, <laughs> a mortgage or a loan on their house. So we could help them do that also. Uh, some people are, are interested in uh, uh, getting getting money from agencies that offer um, uh, different things uh, to to help people. Um, there are there are independent private organizations that um, that offer. Um, uh, uh, Money for people, and, and and there's a lot of money available in the private sector. Um, there's a lot of money avail, available through the government sector, where you can uh, you can get, get money, and we we have the, the ability to help people to do that, to fill out the paperwork, and to and to uh, uh, follow up on that, and to and to to try to get it, to write the story um, that they 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 want what they want to accomplish with the money. And then uh, if it's approved, they receive it. Um, and and uh, uh, there, there are uh, this is this is money that you don't have to pay back. It's money that is uh, donated to um, to private individuals and small businesses. So there's a lot of a lot of it, um, a lot of different things going on. 
Uh, one area that, that I am interested in also is in the health and wellness areas uh, because I've been a health nut all my life. And, and I, um, having a large family, um, it's important that you try to, try to do things that help the family to be healthy. Things like eating the right kinds of foods, um, and uh, like vegetables and and, um, and fruits are very important in our diets, and and uh, the right kinds of meats and fish, and and so forth. Some are better than others, um, but it's important for people to know those things. And and Mary Stanley, who has uh, she's uh, just a tremendous woman that's. Um, uh, helping us in the Hope Collection, she's brought in a number of people that are experts in, in that field. And they do podcasts one, at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Um, and so those are things that we make available to people also that they can, they can um, listen and learn and they can participate if they want to. In order to get on to the Hope Radio Show, I know a lot of you out there are, are listening uh, through the Internet and um, uh, we have over, we reach over a couple of hundred people a, a week through the Hope Collection, through these uh, uh, these radio shows and, and podcasts that are going on. You know, that has grown tremendously over the years. I remember when we first started, uh, the only people we had on uh, come on the shows, and the shows were broadcast five days a week, one one time a week. Today we we broadcast uh, different different shows and podcasts and and um, uh, conference calls um, several times a day. It could be in the morning, could be in the evening, could be at lunchtime, could be later at night. We do some of them eight nine o'clock at night. So um, it's it's something that's made available to all of you who are listening, um, so that you can you can take part in it. You can listen and learn if you if you hear something that interests you then you can call us uh, the, the number on the radio show i want to give that out it's 714-816-4686 that's 714-816-4686 you can dial directly into the radio show and whoever's hosting the show will see your number come up, and then they will click on the mic so that you can uh, you can talk if you want to. And we usually ask people when they first come on, if we don't recognize the number, we'll ask them if they would introduce themselves, and they give us their, their name and, and where they're from. And um, and then we ask if you have any questions or any, any concerns or anything that you'd like to talk about. And if they if they answer that positively, then we will we will um, talk with them. If they just want to listen, that's okay too, uh, because I encourage people. I encourage people to come on and just listen at first. And if you have some things you want to talk about, then you are allowed to talk about because we turn on the mic for everybody and um, anybody that wants to talk. Um, I'm kind of rambling on here now because I. Um, I am uh, waiting for a couple of guests that I've invited to see if they come on. And and by the way, um, when I invite people and, and when when the other hosts um, invite people, we don't necessarily expect that every one of them will come on. And, and we don't, 
In fact, if none of them come on, that's okay, because we know we have an audience out on the Internet, and we know that uh, somebody out there may be listening to something that we're talking about, and, and, uh, and, and uh, it piques an interest in their mind. And then they can, they can uh, come on the radio show or they can call us. A personal number I'm going to give you, uh, my cell phone, um, so anybody that's listening that wants to call me, you can call me. Uh, and uh, it's 908-209-9202. That's 908-209-9202. And, uh, and by the way, uh, I have been a, uh, had a cell phone for as long as cell phones were available. I remember when they were, <laughs> they were very big and, and bundle, uh, you know, very, very hard to carry around um, because I worked for AT&T, and AT&T was the first company that introduced uh, cell phone service. Um, and and uh, so I had, I had a, uh, one of the initial cell phones, and, and I, um, I am so glad that <laughs> the technology has improved tremendously since that time. And we have we I, I do so much on my cell phone, on my smartphone. Uh, I happen to have an Apple 12, and I uh, I use uh, I use it for my internet service. I use it for my texting service. I use it for uh, my email, um, and and uh, I use it for a, a lot of my business transactions. Many of my business transactions. And, and and if you if you try to call me on that number I gave out that 908 number, um, I may not answer you right away, uh, but I but I guarantee you within 24 to 48 hours I will get back to you. And one of the things I ask people to do is to drop me a text first. In other words, if you have texting uh, that you're, uh, available to you, then text that number. Um, and, and give me your name and tell me you uh, you would like to talk with me. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I'm here. I'm. I can hear you. At first, you went out for a minute, and then you then I then you came back in. Can you hear me? Hello. Okay, I think I'm back. Um, I have, um, for some reason, I got disconnected, and uh, but I'm back now. And I, can you hear me? Um, I can. I can, Kim from from New York. I don't know who else can hear you, but I can hear you. Yeah. I right, thank you. Thank you. And I, um, um, I think that um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Maybe I hit a button while I was talking. I don't know. But anyway, um, I was talking about the things that we do to help people. 
And and um, I'm, I work a lot with, as I mentioned earlier, I work a lot with the immigrants um, that are coming into this country. And believe it or not, um, there's a lot of immigrants available today for any of us to work with. Um, and I, uh, I don't care where you live, what town you live in, or so forth. But there are immigrants in those in those locations, in most locations all around the country. Um, there's more in the larger cities, but there's also a lot. Um, we live in a small town uh, here on the, on the western part of New Jersey, and um, we have a lot of immigrants uh, from South America that have come into this area. And um, so I, I started out. Um, I, I joined. We have a, 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 a Spanish ministry in my church, and I joined the Spanish ministry for the simple reason I was going to see if there were some things that I could identify that they may need help with. And uh, so anyway, um, it, it, it happened that I just made a tremendous amount of friends through that, through that organization. And I find that they are um, so very helpful um to um and and they're so motivated to do to do things and i i just um um am so happy to be that the good lord has has, has given me the ability um to help other people and i some of the things that i identified with the uh the spanish immigrants is that they were they they wanted to learn the english language that was one of the first things that we we uh, we talked about. Um, is that they so we started an English language course. Um, this was before there were online courses, um, but today there are online courses that people can take and learn the English language. As a matter of fact, my wife is doing that, and she is learning uh, a lot of English by by just using that online course. And uh, so. Um, but we, we used a, initially we used a, a, a workbook that was designed to uh, to ha- have English as a second language, and um, we started out in in one home and then it went to other homes and other homes. We had eventually I had six uh, six groups going on um, one day a week, and and we were uh, uh, we had a lot of fun and and we we uh, they were so anxious. And so motivated to to do that because they knew that, that that would help them and help their children if they had children in in their lives. Well, yeah, it'd and, be nice if uh, if immigrants actually took advantage of uh, learning the English language, but ninety percent of them don't really know, don't really care. The reason why I'm here is because um, I saw the title and I saw the description page, and I'm wondering. Um, uh, do you and your community or your organization, do you um, help people to become better in their relationships, or what exactly do you do? Oh, we have we have many areas, and I talked about that area about that earlier. Um, and what was your name again? My name is Joe. Joe. Oh, Joe. John. Joe. Right. Uh huh. J O E. Yeah, that's Anyways. the one, Joe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Joe. I uh, my name's Bob, by the way. And um, okay. we, um, you, you said um, repeat that again. What you were asking me, if you would please. 
Okay, I'm asking if you or your organization, if you help people to stay together, help relationships, help in marriages, what exactly do you do? Oh, absolutely. That's one area that we do concentrate on, is help people in their marriages. And um, I had uh, I mentioned earlier that I had a failed marriage. Um, and, I, um, and, I, and I, for a number of reasons, uh, which I'm not going to get into, but I had a failed marriage. And then I met this woman from Columbia, South America, that the good Lord, I told, tell everybody, the good Lord sent her to me. And I, uh, we, have a, we have a wonderful marriage now. And she has two children, and I have nine children. So we have 11 children together. And we, I have a total of about 37 grandchildren now and great-grandchildren. Great but anyway... Um, to answer your question about relationships and so forth, absolutely, that's one area that we work with people on. Is um, if 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 a person has um, some situation in their life um, that's causing um, their relationship with their wife or their husband to deteriorate, then we we get them the help that they need through different organizations. See, the Hope Collection is named the Hope Collection because it, 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 it has two aspects of it. One of them is hope, and the other one is a collection, a collection of programs and a collection of organizations and companies that um, are available to help people through the Hope Collection. And uh, I see uh, someone that I'm going to bring, bring on now um, to help me to answer your question. Um, my friend Mary. Mary from uh, Minnesota, right, Mary? How are you doing today? Yes, yeah, sir. Good. How about you? I'm doing great. The, the good, God is good. He's helped us uh, to, uh, to survive <laughs> and to reach out to people. Anyway, uh, this gentleman named Joe came on to the show today, and he asked the question about if we help, if we have a way to help people that are having maybe some relationship problems, like in a marriage or whatever. Um, and I, I know that you are, you are uh, maybe have better skills than I do in that area, and um, maybe you could help to answer that question for him. Would you mind, Mary? Correct. Not a problem. So the Hope Collection sponsors and promotes organizations such as mine, Unbroken Resilience, to help different avenues of life. Like, for instance, this area is just for families. So if your spouse or your or family are struggling in some particular area, we have professionals trained to help you figure out what the issues are, work together as a unit, and resolve them. Because you can fix whatever you're struggling with individually, but yeah, if you don't I'm, I'm fix familiar it with the Hope Collection. I'm going to go there later on this afternoon for some friends of mine because I know Hope Collection has volunteers, so I'm going to ask them if they can volunteer for some uh, internet buddies of mine. Let me give you a um, an example. I mean, do you counsel people who are in um, marital troubles? Because if you do, I want to give you a hypothetical example. Okay. So um, a husband and a wife comes to you. They've been married for about uh, six years. And she says he's a pain in the butt because he never takes out the trash. He doesn't come home on time. And when he says he's going to call, he doesn't call. 
he says that she's kind of frigid in bed and that she doesn't really respond to him too much anymore. So those are the beginnings of their particular uh, tearing apart of their relationship. So now they're in front of you and they tell you this. What is it that you do after you hear something like that? All right. So the first thing I do is I break you apart. I work with and talk to you alone, and I talk to her alone to figure out what the these are all little issues that are in every marriage. But to find out what the real problem is, is the key. And then we come together to discuss what the problem really is between the two of you. Now, when you've been married six years, the general rule of saying is the seventh year is the hardest year. It's the year where you kind of start realizing that you start kind of slowing down and, you know, not neglecting each other. From there, you're going to have got a game plan of what... Let me finish, please, Queen. Or as I lose my train of thought. From there, we sit and work out a game plan. We figure out what your expectations are, what her expectations are, and we kind of meet in the middle. You know, is it just a, a day of, you know, hanging out, or does he need to call home? And I go through that with my husband. He works construction. There's days he's supposed to be home at a certain time, and I've got schedules set up. And that's a very common issue. You know, oh, yeah. Okay. So now you find that. out that the people have some deep psychological problems, maybe stemming from uh, years ago, and maybe they don't even know what those particular prom, uh, problems are. Let's say you find out that he had, he's had trauma as a result of um, his first loves. They, um, they broke up with him um, two or three in a row. He has a fear of uh, intimacy. She was, um, she was in, a, in a family where she was afraid of being molested. So now you know both of those issues for both of them. They're probably the major cause individually as to why they can't um, enjoy intimacy. So what do you recommend then? We do, I do a, a little difference than most people. And what we do is a version of hypnotherapy and NLP. So what we do is we go in to find the root cause. From there, we, I use hypnotherapy as a form just for the fact that it happens quicker than just talk therapy. It puts things into your subconscious, but it gets you to realize the steps. This is what happened. It's okay that this happened. And we show you in a different way how to overcome that and see things in a different light and reprogram your subconscious to understand that just because this happened at this time, it's kind of like watching a movie that, you know, it's not going to happen this time. And just getting over that and physically telling yourself that happened. Okay. I don't so now need you, that right, as a crush you anymore. The, right. You've got the woman who, the, who barely remembers the fact that she was sexually molested a few times as a child. You use hypnotherapy. You make her realize that. And you also make her realize that it's not her fault that she shouldn't blame herself and that her self-worth is really more than she feels that it is. Now, as a result of that, she now realizes that the man she married, um, she doesn't want to stay married to anymore as a result of that hypnotherapy. Uh, what do you do then? Um, one, I've never had that happen. But find out why. 
what is it about him when you see who he is? Why are you, you know, and that's part of the whole thing in general is, and that's a big fear. But there's a re- reason why you married him, why you got together with him, and you've lasted this long. No, it wasn't, it didn't last this long because you married him because you, you depended on him or you wanted to change him. There's an underlying love there. There's a missing part there. And you come to realize that and re-recognize with that why you fell in love in the first place. And then you guys decide as a couple which way you want to go. If it ends, it ends. If it don't, it don't. But it's something that's why we work, I work with individuals, and then we work together to figure out. But if you're, if you're, yeah, but if you're any game is if, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Then it's a, um, you know, it's like a pig in the poke. So now you find out what the underlying problems are. And now the decision, if it's left up to them, and then they say, well, you know what? Now that I found out uh, the real reason why I don't uh, care for him or care for her, let's say in the case of the woman who's been molested and using hypnotherapy, she realizes she she has some self-worth. Okay. What does the self-worth have to do with staying together or dividing up? I cannot guarantee a marriage will stay together or a marriage will split up. That is completely up to the couple and what they deem is the next step in their life. But I can help open those communities. It's not your decision, Mary. It's not your decision, Mary. It's their decision. They are the ones that have to Correct. decide that's, that. That's right. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I open those communication barriers to figure out where the problems are. And right. we resolve those issues. And from there, you decide everything, what your next paths are as a couple. But we right. help get you back to where you started from, from the from why and remembering why you married that person. And it's all about love. I've love dealt, and I've dealt with, with a females that one thought they were molested, and it turned out that wasn't the case. I've dealt with ones, females and males that were molested, and that had nothing to do with the other about being with that person. It's just overcoming that, that self-worth or whatever the problem is. And I can't tell you what the problem is without talking to both couples to figure out what the problem is. I just help you, you figure that out. Can I say Joe, something does that here? Help you? You May still I does that help you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. 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 Hello? Mary, may I speak? Go ahead, I'm still please. On. Okay, um to the to the to the gentleman that's on the line that's I mean I'm really interested in the line. I don't I don't come professional. Like Mary, I, I'm not a marriage counselor, but I am human like the rest of us. And if I was your friend, I would say, look, we all 
face molestation some way or another. I don't quite agree with the fact that people's problems in their marriage and through life do not come from the experience of sexual abuse. I happen to believe it is the main problem to everything. I believe that for this couple here, that um, uh, um, I, I think an open conversation of their truth, learning that there and knowing that there is it's most a, a whole bunch of people truth at least every other home in the neighborhood in which you stay. This is not a conversation that just belongs to this couple. This is a world renowned problem. And almost of the, the, the high percentage of our children is just they're not being molested, they're being abused too. And I do believe that's what stop the communication when you in an adult. I like I said, I don't have um uh, uh, no um, certificate to say that I can solve a problem. But I am a listener, and I'm a talker, I'm a believer, and I'm a truth seeker. We all feel that. So this is. Yeah, well, that's nice. Okay, here's what I'm after. All right, here's what I'm after. Uh-huh. Okay, oh yeah, and then and uh, what you asked The description you page. Okay, yeah. the description page is talking about generational love, and the insinuation there is that it helps people. Who are having problems, yes. um, and this is what mm-hmm. the uh, Bob was travel. talking about. That's, that's that he helps. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. So we have a- when people when hello when people say that they're there to solve problems, and people hear that, then if couples go to whatever organization this is, they expect to have their problem solved, and at least one of the people, either the husband or the wife, expects to have the problem solved in such a way to repair the marriage. So if you, if both of you were saying, well, we can't really solve that particular problem, but we can listen and we can apply him to therapy and we can make people realize what the problem is, and then they, and then the couple decides what to do, then you have to ask, then what is your uh, major goal to actually make them wake up or to have them reconcile. If your goal is to make them reconcile, then I have to ask, what is your success ratio? And if your goal is just to make them wake up and to decide what they want to do, then my, uh, my comment is, who needs you? <laughs> they can do that on their own. They're already having problems, and if delving deep into their problems only makes them realize that their problems are deeper and then they're going to go their own way anyway, then why go to this particular organization or to any counseling or to any therapist who has that type of attitude? Do you understand what I'm saying? I am. I'm saying, okay, so my goal is to help resolve the issues, and I would love to see you reconcile but I can't guarantee you will reconcile is what I'm saying. My goal is to keep you together with all possibilities, but in the end result is up to you. I cannot force either of you to go the way you don't want to go. Right. So then what is the, um, what's your success record? And then of the other people on the line too, of helping people to stay together, because the, uh, the, apparently the mission statement for this organization is to have love, have generational love, and to continue love. So what is the success ratio? The success ratio in what percent? For helping people or to keep together? To keep together. Okay. Minus 75%. 
You know that for a fact. I do feel in fact. I keep track of everybody, and I continue contact with everybody that I've helped and worked with over the last seven years. Okay. And and the rest of the people on the line? I am now teaching what I do. Okay. And the rest, Mary, Bob, whoever else? I am Mary. I, uh, I don't do marriage. I don't do marriage counseling because I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, I don't have the skills or the knowledge and the certification to do that. But I will talk to people and try to talk them into um, maybe getting uh, expertise from someone else who is qualified to do that, like Mary. And and that's why I asked Mary to to talk with you today. So. Um, I only do. I only get involved in things that I have skills in and things that I have certified in, like being a certified life coach. Um, I don't. I don't do things that I, I'm. I don't have uh, skills in. I'm not gonna. I try to. T- I try to treat people with honesty and sincerity, and and uh, to uh, to uh, tell it like it is. Which is, if I don't have the ability to counsel someone on marriage. I I won't do it, <clears throat> and that's why I I uh, that's one of the good things about the Hope Collection, is that we have access to people that have the skills that people need to find solutions of whatever situation they have in their life, Just because we are solution finders. This... Yeah. So that's that's the way it works. Okay, I know about the Hope Collection. I said that at the beginning. I said I'm going to go there later on uh, to try to find out about the volunteers to see if they can help out some internet buddies of mine. What I'm interested in right now is the um, is the help that people say they provide for um, um, people in marital distress and to find out if they're really worthwhile. Okay, that's why I'm on the line. So... If Mary, you do seventy-five percent and you track your your um, your cases, that's good. And there was one other uh, who came on the line, and she likes to listen and help people. And if they go their own way, they go their own way. The thing is, when people hear about relationship counselors and um, hypnotherapists and marital uh, repair groups and all of that, they want to have success. Yeah. Okay. There are a dime a dozen in the U.S. You are not kidding. Do you know there's a relationship counselor, and she's one of the, the more uh, polite ones. I used to have a BTR show, and I had asked her. She mm-hmm. was talking about men should be so appreciative of their women, implying very strongly that if men have to um, pour out more appreciation, more gratitude. So, And she, like I said, she was one of the nicer ones, the more polite ones. So I asked her one day, I said, what do you expect women to do? If men are going to be so grateful for these women, what is it that women have to do to bring to the table for these men to be that grateful? Do you know what she said? And she was in, saying this in all sincerity. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you just about hit the nail on the head. She said, women, they just bring the beauty. And I'm scratching my head. I'm going, whoa, hold, oh, hold on there, sister. Okay, I didn't say that. Because uh, she was a nice one, and she actually meant it. All women have to do is yep. bring the beauty, and men, 
That you is know, the you should trend, just... and that is why women are single. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you got my interest, okay? Because that is one of the major reasons why uh, relationships don't work. The expectations of both men and women, especially women with their princess complex, you're right. That's one of the major reasons why women are single and they have a miserable life because everybody does need somebody. Okay? Everybody, because of our DNA, we love to be intimate with somebody that we believe is a worthwhile person. And if you're thinking, I am just so beautiful that I need a a Donald Trump and you're just a, a, a mere lawyer. Of course they're going to remain single. So I'm glad you said that. And now I'll, I'll land my plane. <laughs> Go ahead. That is why relationships need to be 50-50. Either the, the woman stays home or the man stays home, takes care of the kids, cooks and cleans and does whatever. And the man works. But at the same time, it needs to be where they give and take. Amen. I agree with that, Mary. But, yes, this is a, a very uh, – my husband watches those videos all the time and thinks they're absolutely hilarious. And, you know, I'll explain who I am. I'm 15 years out of the mili- – or in the military. I got out nine years ago when my kids were born. From there, I have two autistic children, been married six years. We'll be – or no, I'm sorry. I'll be married nine years. going to be 10 in January. I'm raising two special needs kids cre- – created a business based off of what I've had to go through with them and a marriage staying intact to keep going and show families just because you have all these struggles in life does not mean you call the quit. You got to remember what you married to begin with, why you got together. We are in a society where it's easier to sit and dream the grass is greener on the other side, get a divorce because this guy looked at you or this woman looked at you and he's got money. Well, you're just going to leave everything behind and start over. Those relationships don't last, and you end up screwed because you have this Barbie mentality that I'm pretty, so I'm going to have the world handed to me on a silver platter. It doesn't happen in in this day and age. Well, I have Ruth, and that that is um, the kind of advice that I that I wish our fathers and and especially uh, mothers would hand down to their daughters. They got to stop teaching their daughters that they're princesses. They got to start teaching their daughters that they have to work and earn the respect and the appreciation, the gratitude of the man that they want to marry, or if they do want to marry. And they have to find out exactly what the reasons are that make you attracted to this man, and if that man is worthwhile, and why is he worthwhile, and what what is it that I, exactly. as a woman, what is it? Sorry. That's exactly it. The problem is, is we got social media. We're teaching our kids that based on our own actions that we need to be enjoyed by how many appreciations, likes, whatever information we get from the outside world. We no longer self-gratify ourselves and appreciate ourselves from the inside out. And that's where we need to start is changing how we look at ourselves first. Correct. Everybody has, even if you're a a hunchback midget, which is um, uh, an exaggeration, but, and they don't like to be called midgets anymore, like to be called little, but a hunchback little person, you still are a person of worth. You may not attract the Angelina Jolie's, 
but you may not attract hardly anybody, you know, but you're still a person that deserves to be treated with the kind of courtesy and respect that's due any living human being. So if you're fat, short, mm-hmm. uh, black, white, um, Indian, um, tall, too thin, even have learning problems, you have to take a look at yourself and you have to say, you know what, I am at least worthy of being treated with the kind of courtesy and respect that a human being, a normal human being, deserves. Now, if I want that beautiful woman over there, and if she has the kind of uh, attitude where I'm going to attract a millionaire, I'm going to leave her alone. She's too vacuous for me. I'm going to go towards someone who may appreciate me as I am. And if people don't like it, they can go F themselves. And a beautiful woman should realize, as you were talking about, that, you know, the grass isn't always that greener on the other side because um, you're marrying a guy who's, who's, who wants you because you're a trophy wife. Once you start, <laughs> once that asset, as the Wall Street broker once said, once you start having a, um, a decaying asset, you're no longer, uh, you know, that trophy wife anymore. You're going to be traded in for a different model. So people really have to have great psychological insight into themselves first and then have the values that they need in order to attract the right person, in my opinion. Yeah, that. But we also need to stop living on electronics and listening to all the crap that's out there and every two-back coach that tells you that the grass is greener on the other side. And spend time together. Remember why you got married in the beginning. Well, then again, though, some people marry for the wrong reasons. As a matter of fact, almost all people marry for the wrong reasons. Otherwise, the divorce rate wouldn't be 53 to 55% for the first-time people, and it wouldn't be over 60% for the second, for the two-time losers in terms of marriage. People don't know why they marry. They say, you're right, listening to social media, but no. But before social media came along, there was radio and TV and romance novels and uh, the conditioning of men that they should be the protector, provider in all circumstances for all women. And women saying that all I really got to do is just be um, a nice uh, lipstick with a, I mean, a pig with lipstick on and I'm no longer a pig. And people come together with those stupid expectations and they stay together for stupid expectations and stupid reasons and then have no, have no idea why they've separated, but they blame the other person. And then they go on to the next relationship the, and continue that. Uh, that that's the first problem right there is we play the blame game. We are living in a society of victims where we victimize ourselves and don't take responsibility for the action. True words have never been spoken. People do have to look at what is it that I've done in this relationship, regardless of whether it's an intimate relationship or a relationship at work or if you're an entrepreneur, what have I done to mess up? And you're right. Nowadays, um, especially women, because being a victim gives them power. But all people, male and female, have to take a look at If you ask them, you know, it makes people give them more attention. That's something which they want by being a victim. They don't have to be strong. But it really don't because a guy won't go near you with a 10-foot pole. 
if you play the victim game. Yeah, if you play the victim game so transparent, yeah. But if you play it the right way, then that um, that incites the the man's conditioning of being the protector and the provider and trying to come over and help. You know, a man wants to help a woman. A man wants to rescue a woman. A man wants to protect his most precious friend, which is supposed to be his girlfriend and or, and or his wife. So, and, and, and men don't mind doing that as long as a woman appreciates him for what he does for her. But if all she has to do is nothing. <laughs> Bye-bye. Marriage. Welcome to my world. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a 75% success ratio with those kind of odds against you, well, congratulations. I'm good at what I do, so I call, I'm called the brain translator. I can help you translate your brain and tell you why you do what you do. So my information's in the in summary of the show. We have to cut this short. We'll continue this discussion next week. Joe, I hope you can join us next week and continue this conversation. Yeah, so do I. I like it. I like a forthright person. Um, yeah, and like I said, I'm going to be over at thehopecollection.org today because um, they have volunteers, which I think would be helpful for um, this particular group that needs volunteers with their um, with their case of trying to uh, change. Um, uh, my mind is real blank. Um, it's called the inner, anyway. It's called the inner side freedom, inner side uh, movement, and uh, nursing homes. They're trying to change the nursing homes into accessible housing. So I'm going to go to Hope Collection and find out if some volunteers there will be able to help them. So in any case, yeah, I hope to be if, back here next week, and I'm glad I, I <laughs> talked to you. And uh, continue good not, work. And, my number's in the description of the show here, um, give me a call. I can help point you in some direction. Okay, good. Thanks, because I'm on the description page. <laughs> That's what brought me in here. <laughs> All right. So All right. I have to end the show. We Stay tuned for nutrition coming up next with Paige Burson. Have a good day. Mary, Have a good night. Mary, See you back here. Mary, yes, sir. Mary, thank you. Thank you so much for helping out today. That's uh, see, this is part yeah. of part of our team, um, the teamwork. Um, the t- you know, an individual can't do everything, but we, but as a team, we can we can do everything. Certainly with God's help. Um, and uh, so I um, I just want to thank you, Mary. You, you handled it. You handled it tremendously, yeah. and. Uh, I, um, uh, Joe. I hope that we we helped you somewhat. And if you, um, if no, like you find Mary out, was good to talk to. She was grounded in reality. I'm glad that she, that you brought her on today. Because I get tired of talking to relationship counselors who aren't certified, who aren't uh, degreed, and they're giving advice um, to people that I believe is the wrong advice. So I'm glad that Mary came on today. So good. Yeah, I am and glad because I agree with you 100. percent if you if you want to hear more, um, we we broadcast uh, every day, every day of the week, uh, uh, from from uh, noon to one o'clock, and the number seven one four eight one six four six eight six, and we'll be able to. Uh, we don't we don't exclude anybody. Every anybody is welcome that wants to come on. 
and we'll talk to any about whatever whatever situation they have in your life. And I appreciate you you coming on today and bringing uh, uh, bringing the with all these questions and so forth. I think can help a lot of other people, and um, and that's uh, that's what we're all about. Uh, you know, there, there might be hundreds of people out there listening to our show today, and some of them uh, maybe have um, a lot of the situations that we were talking about, you and Mary. And so thank you so very much. Well, and, uh, yeah, well, I'm glad. Yeah, I hope so, because that's, that's my style. I like to do rapid-fire questioning instead of just letting people talk on and on. I like to get down to the nitty-gritty. So, um, but the whole point of that conversation of doing that is you get to the people that know their facts and know what they do, as opposed to people who don't know what they're doing and understand what they're doing and trained to do what they do. They can't answer your questions. Exactly, yep. and people find Absolutely. out in five minutes, as opposed to uh, uh, um, you know ha- an hour, two hours. That's the way I do it. I, I get down to the to and, the, uh, to the brass tacks. So. Good again, yep. and I'll let you guys the go. Way I so, you. Yeah, I'll talk work, to you guys right. again, hopefully. Okay, good night. All right. If there's anything we can help you with, let us know, okay? All right. God bless you all. God bless America. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.